and welcome once again to Yester Ladies. I'm Dana. And I'm Heather. And this week we're talking about... Amazons! 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 <laughs> we do that every time. We like... <laughs> I don't know why. Elizabeth! 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 Hooray! Amazons! Amazons! It's our thing. <laughs> I don't know if it should be. <laughs> Readers or listeners, let us know what you think. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, we're talking about Amazons. Amazons are the theme of the podcast today. <laughs> um, all right. So I'm going to start off with who who are the Amazons Heather, and what are we even talking about? Who are the Amazons? Who are the Amazons? Let me tell you, Dana. I'll tell you all about them. Uh, so they're a mythical, we think, maybe mythical. Ooh. We'll get into that later. Teasing. Uh, foreshadowing. <laughs> um, a mythical figure in, in Greek mythology. Um, and basically they were these super tall, all-female warrior women uh, who lived in a matriarchy of their own devising, which is fabulous. It is fabulous. Um, and apparently they rode on horseback and were usually archers. So they were these like, aggressive, sort of kick-ass ladies, um, you know, living life without men. So, <laughs> you know, this, this is appealing. <laughs> yes. In many ways it is. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have anything against men, but, you know, no, this, you this know. also seems cool. It's a nice fantasy. <laughs> Well, especially the way they dealt with men. <laughs> Sounds kind of like, oh, that doesn't sound like the worst thing every once in a while. So they first appear in myth um, in the Greeks. So they're sort of big features in Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first official mention we have of them is Homer, uh, the poet Homer, writing around 8th century uh, BC in the Iliad. So they're, they have a role Yay, in Iliad. the Iliad. Yay. And they're mentioned in a lot of other greek myths and, and greek writers and this sort of thing now they're the as he likes to be called mm-hmm. the father of history herodotus, <laughs> herodotus also talks about them i believe right? yes he does yeah yep. yep and um so one of the questions was how did they get their name so mm-hmm. where does this come from and there there's only speculation we have no idea for sure how they got the name but one explanation would be that in greek you would use a or a to denote without and oh, then okay. mazos or mazos are breasts. So it would be oh, right. without breasts. And that comes from the um, alleged tradition of yeah, this, cutting. This isn't so much a great part of fantasy. No, this is where I don't want to be an Amazon. No. But, uh, so apparently, uh, or allegedly, the Amazons would cut off a breast. Um, the right to, breast, The right, right breast. Yeah. Well, if they're right-handed, I guess oh, it would I be your so, left yeah. breast yeah, if you were left-handed. Um, to improve their arching. So for better mm-hmm. aim and better sort of draw, you would remove a breast. That. <laughs> that frustrating boob it's always oh, getting in the way oh, side boob <laughs> side boob side oh boob. i can't pull my arrow back i was gonna enough. kill that guy but the boob, boob is in the way interfered <laughs> which i think is complete bullshit because yeah. uh as oh can we say that on <gasps> i Uh-oh. might have to bleep you that's the second swear word i've used really i don't yeah, when did you kick use? ass earlier. oh well that doesn't count i think kick ass is fine, sorry but. sorry folks sorry <gasps> Shocking. For our, for our more, our more uh, prudish <laughs> listeners, we apologize. <laughs> now I have to decide whether to bleep you or not. We'll I have to make a decision about that. <laughs> okay. um, so uh, you may not know this. Uh, you probably do not know this, but Dana and I both took archery for a little while. We took it together. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. I'm like, what don't I know, oh, Heather? No, 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 I don't know. Us. Our listeners do not know this about it's us It's true. Yet, they probably so. don't know this. Uh, we took archery together. We did. And neither of us had to remove any... Um, body parts no in I order mean, to do this we weren't great at it we so maybe that was the problem <laughs> well <laughs> there were some much better female archers uh and they were than us, and they had both yeah both um, i did i did get a bullseye once yes you got a bullseye right. yes. at least once right? i hit an apple 
they were putting up these little dangling apple ornaments. Oh yeah, that's um, right. At one point, and so yeah, I yeah, that's right. You did. I shot the apple, and yeah. it was very uh, William Tell. Mm-hmm. It was very was, satisfying. Mm-hmm. Yes, it wasn't so, on anybody's head. We should no, it was say. not on a head. It was just no. dangling. But anyway, it was yeah. very interesting. So both of us have arched, yeah. and I've seen many other female archers who did not have is to that, remove. Sorry, is arched? I don't know. Is that <laughs> <laughs> I just made that verb? I know. It's like I don't know. If that's Correct. As the English professor on this podcast, <laughs> I'm going to make up words. Uh, as the librarian, I'm going to question those I like that. words. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Okay. Um, so anyway, I think if Dana and I were Amazons, we would eschew the tradition of removing. <laughs> I would definitely uh, try memory glands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody's yes. taking my boob. <laughs> it's staying right where it is. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so apparently this was like a big thing. Uh. So perhaps they got their names from without breasts in Greek. Uh. But there were other greek words that were like man haters or killers of man uh, <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> so um you know rather than being called feminists they were called amazons <laughs> that's just it's awesome just wonderful um so anyway they the myth goes that uh so how would the amazons survive if they were all ladies um so apparently they had liaisons with men <laughs> from surrounding areas um or captives so maybe they took mm-hmm. prisoners of war use them for their sexual purposes <laughs> yeah uh wow and uh and then one of my favorite um sources talked about that maybe procreation was an annual event with like a yeah. local village I know, I that was my favorite part like the sex festival once a year sex festival let's all go to the woods and like <laughs> mate a lot I, I found that like very fun sounding yeah. <laughs> like, like this is charming once a year it's great i don't know about charming, charming. well um, there's, a, there's something i want to call it but i'm not gonna not call it charming. because we just established that we're not gonna use swear words so <laughs> okay. but uh we'll talk about that after what i think you could call this annual okay festival <laughs> i think i know where you're you know going. what i mean yeah <laughs> i think astute listeners will know word. what i'm thinking yeah <laughs> yes. okay well exactly so anyway this is fun oh, so oh, maybe gosh. the amazons were having a yearly festival mm-hmm. involving uh, uh mm. procreation so uh, and then if they had female children they would keep them and train them uh, of to be warriors and if they had male children they would kill them so all the the males well, would be slain or to be, given away yeah like yeah. there seem to be conflicting ideas that Yes. Like, okay, so some people said, ah, they just killed the male babies. It's like, right. it's horrible. That's, that's... Or they like, what is that thing? Like, they, oh, they blind Blinded them. Blinded them, <laughs> maimed them, and they kept that's them terrible. as like, as like walking Slaves, semen. Yeah, or, or if they were, like, if they were good looking. Yeah. They were like, okay, well you'll grow up and if you're handsome enough, then we'll use you. We'll for, use you for <laughs> sexual purposes. Right. Or yeah. the, the version that I definitely preferred was yes. like, okay, if we have a male child, we'll give him back to the father. Like, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. You bring it to the father or like a nearby village or something. Yes, yeah. Exactly. I hope if the Amazons existed that that is right. what is they were doing. Their solution. Yeah. yeah. I, I really, I really want to yes. believe that about them. If we were Amazons, again, <laughs> that's what we would Heather do. Dana's perfect Amazon tribe <laughs> would just give, give the babies back to their dads. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, so that was kind of how they kept going. Mm-hmm. And um, let's see. So they were supposedly located in sort of northern Turkey, so kind of Asia Minor. There are a lot of claims about where they were found. But uh, Herodotus, as you referenced earlier, um, claimed that they had a capital at Themysia. Themysia? I don't know if I'm pronouncing I can't that. Help. No. Uh, I, <laughs> right I'm in and sure. let us know if we've butchered that. Yes. <laughs> if you're from the area or know the myth, let us know. Um, and apparently they would go out on sort of pillaging um, missions or raids and they would raid nearby cities. And um, But they could apparently go as far as Persia. So they were sort of very widely traveled. Um, well, they spent a lot of time ranging. on horseback, right? They were yes. very good horsewomen. And yes. so it sounds like maybe they... 
they weren't you know pedestrians they were not <laughs> yes <laughs> so they could go further on yeah. their horses perhaps so i like that and that appeals to me too like you're sort mm-hmm. of these free traveling free spirits traveling around sort of semi-nomadic lifestyle yeah it's awesome so that was well traveled actually that was one of the things that i liked we'll we'll talk a little bit later about um some of the archaeological and uh, anthropological finds mm-hmm. and forensic anthropologists have found remains of of yes. women that could be you know either were kind of amazons or were an amazon-like tribe or were descendants of amazons but anyway um they found that i liked this detail that they they tended to find that they were bow-legged um which denotes a lot of horse riding which kind of makes sense you spend a lot of time astride a horse and so you get a little bow legged yeah. I, thought, I thought that was really neat because it was almost like you were molding to the horse like yeah. you were i don't know sort of like shaping yourself into that lifestyle well, it's kind that was of cool. amazing forensic anthropology uh the things they can tell about the way a person lived mm-hmm. from their bones which I find very cool. I'm, I'm a fan of the show Bones. <laughs> <laughs> and she's always telling like incredible things, with, you know, these tiny details about somebody's life based on like their metacarpal or something. Metacarpal. <laughs> their phalanges, their femurs, their, I don't even know, their inner ear bones. <laughs> anyway, well, it is very interesting. It is. I think she would have a heyday with, Oh, she certainly would. Uh, supposed Amazon. She would have been right remains. in there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, and what else? So it was a matriarchal society, and uh, they passed their leadership through a girdle, which is basically a belt, as far as I can tell, not like a corset. Um, and you would wear it around the waist. So oh, the okay. leader would wear this girdle, and uh, and you sort of pass it along like a like a crown would be passed along. Huh. Um, so a that little was, more practical than a crown. Yeah, I think so. You know, it's not going to fall off when you're yeah. riding your horse. So this is good. Um, and that leads into sort of the most prominent Greek myth about the Amazons is Hercules. So the ninth labor of Hercules was to steal the girdle, naturally, from the Amazon queen. And at this point, her name was Hippolyta. So he Damn did, it, Hercules. You know, he's coming in and messing <laughs> things up. So, no, right? um, and they also made an appearance in the battle for Troy, so yes. the Trojan War. They fought against um, the Greeks with the correct, Trojans. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, so they kind of made an appearance there. And then also the Athenians seem to have sort of a big um, psychological relationship with the Amazons. So they were associated, basically the Athenians claimed that they had crushed or devastated the Amazons uh, in their rise to become Athenians, like who they were there. The rise of their civilization was built on the destruction of the Amazons. Lovely. Uh, lovely. Yeah, great. <laughs> and and it sort of justified in their minds... Um, Patriarchy? The, yeah, yeah, and their subjugation of women in their yeah. society. So it's like, well, you know, we kicked the butt of the only, you know, independent female society, so that's how we became who we are now. <laughs> uh, great! Yay! <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fan of some facets of Athenian life yeah, and then really so not that. a fan of... Yeah that the <laughs> patriarchy so oh, yeah man. Um, <laughs> the man so, the man keeping us literally. down Ugh. jerks so <laughs> um but what's neat is that in these myths amazons were considered so tough that the any of the greek warriors who battled them or won battles or went against them in battle could brag about winning um or yeah. beating them without looking bad because usually if you're beating a woman it's not something you brag about or <laughs> or slaying a woman in battle uh but they were they were considered a, sort of a an appropriate enough mm-hmm. um opponent opponent yes yeah they respected the opponents as, as opponents which is kind of cool yeah so i like that that there was that kind of sense of equality on the battlefield that the amazons were tough enough you could beat them and, and brag about it after and not look like a jerk so uh that was neat so the greeks um 
were kind of obsessed with the idea of Amazons. Yeah. The, the feet, like this mythical tribe. Um, and when, so go ahead. Uh, when I was reading about that, I was thinking like, this is, it's, I, I, and I think one of the articles that, that we read was talking about how like, it's almost like the Amazons to the Greeks were like, like vampires are to us like this kind of like titillating mythical creature that is this like fascinating powerful creature that there's also this element of like mm, sexuality <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. like, think- and like we've got this total vampire obsession in our in our society <laughs> lately and well for a while i guess but particularly prominent in the yes. last few years and it's like yeah the greeks were like oh those amazons <laughs> See, yes. like they totally would have written like bad romance novels <laughs> <laughs> about <Featuring> amazons, amazons. <laughs> yes. Yes. which i'm sure you can find now actually (laughs) because you can find bad romance novels about every possible mythical creature dinosaurs (laughs) not a joke look that up no no or maybe don't look it up don't horrifying a little weird yeah oh lord Um, i think they described it as like danger like sex and danger were sort of entwined in the idea of the amazon yeah which is is kind of great (laughs) um yeah i loved that comparison that was one of my favorite comparisons when we were researching this um and so this this trend called Amazonomachy. Oh, wow. Well done. Uh, I was you. reading that and like, I have no idea how to pronounce that. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> I think it sounds good to me. Again, um, write in if Heather's butchered that. Amazonomachy. <laughs> uh, so it was a craze for images of Amazons um, in Greek art, on Greek pottery, jewelry, murals, friezes, anything. Um, they just loved to put Amazons all over things. So oh. like these sexy warrior ladies were showing yeah. up all over. And that was the other like parallel to our culture that I found really amusing was um, <laughs> the fact that the way they depicted these Amazons was totally like, they're so scantily clad. Yes. Like, their breasts are out. <laughs> and, like They're wearing like the underwear of like a, a hunter. Like, <laughs> 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 And they're all these like sexy warriors in like very impractical for battle outfits. And Oh wow, that is so it's so today. <laughs> that's so exactly that's so what we would do we today do in yes. pop culture. We'll put the warrior woman in the like really skimpy outfit with the tons leather, of cleavage. Yes, the leather underwear <laughs> with yes. fringe and like her into battle. Three inch heels. It's yes. <laughs> extremely yes. practical for like beating the crap out of people. <laughs> that cleavage just hanging out as much yeah. as possible, which is exactly so, what you want. People don't change. No. Yeah, I thought that was really great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well not great, but amusing sort of, yeah very, it sort of humanizes the greeks you're like it does. oh okay like, oh those greeks just, they're just like us just like us <laughs> the male gaze the male gaze <laughs> um, and this actually leads into a, a funny thing i sent uh, dana an email like a couple days before when we were doing this research and it was this really ridiculous oh, yeah. photo of um like amazon women right and like oh this like warrior <laughs> tribe and they were standing in front of this landscape and the and like well, a couple of women are mounted, but they're all wearing nothing but basically leather bikinis <laughs> and like and thigh high leather stiletto boots. Yes, <laughs> and and they have a few like daggers and arrows, and then one woman had like a like a headscarf or something, <laughs> and that was it. And they're like completely these just these you know these like gorgeous sort of stereotypical like model uh, model looking, women yeah. in these leather bikinis. And I wrote to her and I said, yes, like this is what I would wear if I went into battle. Practical. That would make so much sense to go hunting on horseback. Oh, yes. In a leather bikini, it's exactly you gotta look hot, especially when there are no men around. Yep. Like I live in an all-female society, and I hunt and fight for a living, and that's 
exactly what I would wear. And I would also shave because they're all like shaven and they had like <laughs> Very beautiful hairless. arched eyebrows yeah. and like beautiful flowing, glistening, you know, hair, glossy Those hair. Amazons, they love to give each other manicures. <laughs> they're giving up appearances for yeah, each other. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, oh the, yes. So the images of Amazons, we have a few theoretical <laughs> issues with. Yeah. Um, but so an Amazon, Amazon Amaki was no, no better. Um, okay. So, um, apparently the Amazon culture ended at the battle of Thermodon. Right. And so Amazons had been captured and they were on these three ships. But I the like ships this story. Were shipwrecked. Yeah. This amuses me too. Um, they were shipwrecked in Scythia and, um, they were ready to battle because there were locals. They, they met the well, Scythians. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Yes. My understanding Whoa. was, so they were defeated at the battle mm-hmm. by the Athenians, mm-hmm. by the Greeks, who then took them prisoner on their ships mm-hmm. and were sailing off with them. And what I was reading was that the Amazons like rose up on the ship yes. and like killed all the crew, which is like, way to go, Amazon. But then awesome. none of them knew how to sail, sail those ships. Yeah, yeah. So they were like basically just adrift <laughs> and that's drifted right. into right. that's that was my understanding. Yes, you're yeah. right. I read that as well. I didn't make my notes from that version, but I like that version so much more. It's great. <laughs> right. Like, oh, we took over and now we don't know how to sail. Yes. <laughs> um okay, so so that's the version we prefer of how they end up shipwrecked. We're going to go, with that, gonna go <laughs> with that. So they end up shipwrecked in Scythia, and mm-hmm. the Scythians um, are ready to go to battle. And so it's basically like a like a head-to-head, ready to fight, and then the Scythians end up falling in love with them <laughs> because well, of they're, course. they're so beautiful and so <laughs> admirable. Um, and so they end up intermarrying and sort of settling down with mm-hmm. the, the but Scythians. But I like the detail the, that in the story that so they, they married all these Scythian men. Yes. But the Amazons didn't want to settle in that region right. because they didn't like all of the Scythian women because they thought they were too docile and too, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. they were just under this patriarchy. So they're like, fine, we'll marry you, but we're going to go off and start our own society. So you've got to yes. follow us. And they did. They, like, yes. wandered off um, towards, I think I have a note about this, but what would kind of be um, modern day... Where did I see this? So, the, yeah, Scythia was kind of like on the eastern, far eastern shores of the Black Sea. Um, and then the, uh, supposedly the Amazons and their new Scythian husbands kind of took off northeast across the uh, the steppes of mm-hmm. what is now Russia. And they settled in what is now southern Russia and um, became known as a civilization called the Ceramatians. Ceramations? I think it's Ceramations. Ceramations. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And they were nomadic, so they kept that wandering lifestyle. Yes, absolutely. So um, that's sort of the end of the the classic Amazon culture, but they kept a lot of the features of their previous lifestyle. Well, this is what's interesting. So all of this that we've been talking about is the myth. That's, you know, and we really, there isn't, I mean, this could be rooted in truth and we hope. You know, maybe it is. At least it's not completely unreasonable that there was a matriarchal culture that existed. I mean, the Greeks had to get this idea somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, But, of course, all of these details, it's, you know, a lot of Greek myth, which, you know, is it's Greek myth. And we don't really know where the origins of it are exactly. Um, So all of this that we've been discussing may or may not be factually true. There may be elements that were born out of something, but that's kind of the way myth tends to go um but where this gets kind of more grounded in reality um starts to get really interesting i think is 
So, okay, as we were saying, these some what did we determine? Saromations. Saromations. Okay, saromations. <laughs> so supposedly this was a nomadic culture now. Um, the former Amazons and their, you know, warrior husbands uh, settled in southern Russia, and the idea was that they became this fierce nomadic culture that was much less patriarchal. The, the women would fight alongside the men and, um, you know, kind of they went on from there. Mm-hmm. So... Can where I this interjects oh, yes. and say so they also hunted on horseback right. along with the men and they had a marriage law that i quote no girl shall wed until she has killed a man in battle oh, right which i love <laughs> that's great <laughs> and that seems like really good motivation yeah um, on the battlefield like yeah if, if you're interested in marriage that would that would you would get pretty fierce i think to make that happen <laughs> yeah it's an interesting circulation that yes. like you don't see elsewhere <laughs> it's like never ever been a prerequisite for marriage before no yeah so, so very yeah very sort of shockingly egalitarian society yeah especially this, at the time. time yes exactly yes and um so at this point we kind of leave the myth and um heather and i were both watching this again we've referenced this tv show on pbs uh before the secrets of the dead dun, dun, dun. <laughs> which is it really is a good a good show, but we laugh a little bit because they tended to be just a little bit sensational in their um, uh, recreations. Yes, <laughs> and their treatment of these subjects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this episode we were discussing, it's not nearly as bad as we were. We had been laughing before. If you listened to our um, podcast on the Salem Witch Trials, there was kind of an amusing recreation of a young woman in the throes of some malady. But anyway. <laughs> There's a lot of writhing. A lot of writhing <laughs> in a very short nightgown. <laughs> Um, but no writhing. No writhing at all. Yeah. Or they still do tend to use kind of like horror music yeah. kind <laughs> yeah. of uh, soundtrack and it's a little sensational, but it's still a great show and, you know, definitely well done and I think well, well documented. So mm-hmm. um, what they were particularly looking at in this episode about the Amazons was um, this researcher, a woman named uh, Janine Davis Kimball, who has spent her academic career uh, researching the Amazons and whether they actually existed and where their descendants could possibly be. And, you know, if there was a, a matriarchal tribe like the Amazons. So her research has taken her, you know, kind of around the world. But one of the areas that she's focused on sensibly is um, kind of Southern Russia and like the steppes of of Russia and her and um, a man who has kind of been her partner, this uh, Russian archaeologist, forensic anthropologist, I'm not sure exactly what his um, designation is, but a man named uh, Leonid Yablonsky. So Yablonsky and Davis Kimball have done a number of excavations together and have turned up um, um, remains of different tribes. And one in particular, they turned up um, a bunch of remains and what was particularly interesting about them was the the female remains that seemed to be much less i don't know how to put this exactly they were buried differently from mm. a lot of other societies at the time where you know the women were um buried with uh, things like arrowheads uh were given more of a warrior's burial and the other interesting thing was that they found in a number of cases where usually if there were children buried with other people, they would always be buried with the women. But 
um, in these excavations that they were doing, they were finding on occasion uh, children and infants buried next to um, the men hmm. as opposed oh, to I haven't read that. That's fascinating. Yeah. Very interesting. So one particular excavation, and forgive me, I completely did not write down what year that happened in. I think I it have was like 98. I have that it was the early 1990s when they started. Okay. Yep. And they were just outside of the Kazakhstan border. So right. South Russia in an area called Pokrovka. Thank you. Yes. yes. No problem. Okay. Just fill in the facts. Yes. Thank you. I should have written down some of those basic <laughs> right. facts, right. but I didn't. And they were digging in this mound and it was about 2000 right. years old and they're called Kurgans. Thank so these, you. Yes. These, yeah. These Kurgans right like dot the landscape, right? They're mm-hmm. everywhere and they're part burial of- Burial mounds. Yes. Burial yeah. mounds. Exactly. And they're part of the Sauromatian culture, but then the Sauromatians turned into, like their descendants turned into some, a group called the Sumatians. Mm-hmm. So some of them are Sauromatians and some of them are Sumatians, but they all made these Kurgan- burial mounds and this is where they were when they were doing all this archaeological work right so um davis kimball and her partners were basically trying to determine whether these excavations that they were doing um they found it very fascinating they could see the link between the myth of this tribe of amazon warrior women and this possibly had some some basis in fact in the burials that they were seeing that the the bodies of the women they were turning up were given much more traditionally male mm-hmm. burials so that does definitely seem to indicate a society that was more egalitarian that you know women were warriors as well as men um you know kind of all of these things so this particular excavation that they were doing and I, again i think it was 98 mm-hmm. the one that they kind of refer to most in the in the documentary that we were watching um was this one mound in particular say the word again again a kurgan a kurgan thank you uh so this particular kurgan where um one individual was buried and they determined that it was a woman and in particular, she had a very special burial. She was placed in what they called the warrior's pose, mm-hmm. which I thought was very interesting with like one knee kind of bent, um, kind of ready for action, I guess. Um, <laughs> and they, it was this amazing discovery that they made that like it, and I guess it was extremely rare too that they found this grave intact because there had been, you know, tons of grave robbing in the area over the many years. But this was a completely intact grave. This woman was obviously um, a special individual and she was buried with items of gold and like a whole cache of arrowheads. So they basically were determining that this woman was probably a warrior priestess mm-hmm. in this yes. society, um, which was a huge, huge find for them and this kind of lends credence to the idea that the amazon culture or some kind of matriarchal matriarchal warrior woman culture had possibly influenced this known um civilization this known group of of nomadic warriors um so all of these all of these excavations that they were doing the next step was trying to figure out okay are there any kind of descendants of these of these women today um and as they're kind of going through and doing all of these excavations they're finding more and more women that were clearly kind of different from the typical typical burials of women that you would find at the time and actually the one of the things uh that they did find that these these women in this society that they were finding tended to be um taller than 
the average woman at the time, quite a bit taller than the average woman at the time, which kind of lends credence to the idea of this band of very tall Amazons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And what made me very happy, I don't know if you noticed this, Heather, (laughs) but they were above average height for the time. Yes. And they were, um, on average, about five foot six. Yes. Which is my height. Whoa, no way. So we we always <laughs> joke about, because Heather, um, again, you would probably not realize this, but Heather is very tall. Heather, you're six foot one. Six foot one. That's yes. right. Um, and so Heather's always going on about how I'm like short and I'm always saying <laughs> I am average. Five, six is well, like right in the middle of, of average. And now I can say <laughs> you are Amazon. I am Amazon height. So <laughs> you're just like some kind of freak of nature, <laughs> according to the Amazon. I've heard that before. Oh, I think, I think true. what you need to know here, Dana, is that you would be an average Amazon citizen and I would be the Amazon like warrior priestess because uh, I'm so much taller. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you be following me into battle as I leave. No, 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 troops. no. <laughs> Whatever. I'm Amazon height. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> that really made me happy. I, I, I you know, don't rain on my parade. My mind. I didn't have your height memorized, and it crossed my mind. Like, I wonder who tall Dana is. Actually, I'm I'm just over five six. That's awesome. So there you go. All right. I'm even like a little. I'm a tall Amazon. Mm-hmm. Five six and a bit. And if you put your warrior boots on, no, yeah, my my leather <laughs> get, warrior boots. Get you on a horse. <laughs> wow. Yeah, There's yeah. no stuff. It's true. <laughs> oh gosh. Yes. <laughs> Which, and that was extremely tall for the time, right? So yeah, yeah, five six was definitely very very tall for the time. So there you go. There we go. No. <laughs> and I'd also like to point out that there was some speculation about even the women even having military tattoos. If they, if oh, they were I didn't finding, see that. Yeah, if they were finding um, any preserved skin, they said once or twice they found um, like women having military tattoos as well as men because that was very common for male warriors to have military tattoos associating them with their regiment or group or who, you know whatever sort of organizational structure they had but the women were showing evidence of that as well so oh that's interesting i didn't see feature. that yeah. yeah yeah one other thing i thought was very cool there was at least one uh, set of remains that they found that um clearly it was a young woman who there seemed to be evidence that she had been killed in battle because mm-hmm. there was a bent arrowhead in the body cavity yes um which is kind of cool and they were saying again like extremely unusual for a woman um, so obviously this is a society where women were fighting as mm-hmm. warriors, if not all of them, some of them. Um, so they find this warrior priestess, um, what they think is a warrior priestess mm-hmm. on the steps of Kazakhstan. And her, her goal was to kind of determine if, as I said, if there were any descendants. So they got a DNA sample. There's this whole, you know, difficult process of, uh, <laughs> forensic anthropologists, you know, cutting into the remains and they they tried to get samples from a number of these mm-hmm. different sets of remains uh from what i understand to try to get viable dna from them and it was a little bit dicey at first but then it turned out that they were able to extract some dna they were able to determine for sure that they were women first mm-hmm. of all yeah. um and then the next step was um finding some living uh person to kind of test the dna against so um so davis kimball uh, went across um, Mongolia, basically looking at nomadic tribes um, because she figured, or nomadic societies, I should say, she figured that these would be the most likely descendants or the the kind of, um, I don't want to use the word pure in reference to <laughs> genetics because that sounds <laughs> a little terrible. frightening, but yeah. um, I guess the most... Um, 
the the least um <laughs> intermixed yeah i was um, going to say intermixed yeah um, people yeah. so these kind of isolated groups mm-hmm. that are still to this day living you know an older lifestyle and kind of a nomadic mm-hmm. lifestyle and as she went through Mongolia she was finding even in in more kind of westernized or not westernized I should say but more kind of modern Mm -hmm. groups more modern towns and she was still finding evidence of the kind of culture that that probably had influence from this nomadic warrior woman culture they were seeing the same kinds of designs the same Mm -hmm. kinds of uh, traditional clothing um, evidence of women archers still a strong um, tradition in those societies and using the same types of bows that would have hmm. been used at the time um so that was pretty cool and even they kept they kept showing these gorgeous i mean we were laughing about uh leather boots but these were these beautiful <laughs> leather riding boots um without stiletto heels good. uh flat yes. leather riding boots <laughs> practically um beautiful soft tall decorated boots that um they know were very similar to boots worn by uh, depictions of amazons mm. in not so much the greek like <laughs> <laughs> depictions yeah the sexy amazons Amazon yeah exactly <laughs> but the more what they know to be more kind of um slightly realistic, realistic yeah. Yeah. <laughs> outfits where you would see the amazons portrayed in these leather riding boots mm, and nice. in um these kinds of uh, fabrics mm. that were similar to what they were seeing in modern mongolia and also these um these headdress kind yeah. of things yep. that were these like pointed cone conical kind of head hat things <laughs> <laughs> with like beading on them that was similar to what they found in these excavations and like so they're just really seeing influences of this culture still throughout Mongolia so then the the biggest kind of thing for her for her work was finding a um, a very remote nomadic group in Mongolia that what she was looking for was if she could possibly find a a blonde child Mm -hmm. um, among these groups which isn't as crazy as it it might sound (laughs) I guess this I mean it's it's unusual certainly most of the time these groups people tend to be darker featured um, you know with with dark hair and eyes but every once in a while you end up with a, a blonde child and she was thinking that this is influence of these kind of more euro um grecian kind of influences and so she found in this remote group she found this little girl this nine-year-old girl who's so cute this girl and they have shots of her like riding on this horse and she just looks like an amazon in training and she's so cool you can't help thinking that yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. very striking looking little girl because she's got like mongoloid features but she had um kind of blondish strawberry blondish hair and more kind of hazel eyes so they thought okay she might be a very great um um, candidate candidate to to get a genetic sample from so they did a cheek swab of her and Mm -hmm. her mother and uh sent it off and the forensic anthropologist uh, the german forensic anthropologist that she was working with back in berlin she had sent this sample to and he called her and was basically saying like this is unbelievable we found almost an exact match between this little girl and these remains these like 2000 year old mm-hmm. remains um which of course is just i don't know pretty near com- conclusive evidence that 
we still have uh, there are living people today that have the the genetic code and the DNA from this warrior woman society. So I kind of what I love about all of this is that it starts in total myth, and you know, there's this there's this you know ideal of the Amazon and you know uh, Wonder Woman, and, <laughs> you know all of that, Zena, Zena, yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and all of this. But it kind of you know as you go down through history, it, it ends up becoming more and more real yeah you know from these ancient burials right up into the present day where there's this little girl in mongolia who has you know what could probably be like basically amazon uh blood running through her which is just so cool (laughs) yes so very cool yes absolutely (laughs) and there was something that i saw recently that um if you're listening you might want to check out there it was in the same area so southern russia and sort of the steppes around kazakhstan in that area um there's the there are these groups these nomadic horse riding groups and they train their big like shtick is they train golden eagles to hunt so they Uh ride and they like have these eagles on their arms and golden eagles are insanely massive yeah so much larger than even a regular eagle um and there was this big sort of feature on the daughters of this tribe um so it's like 10 12 13 year old girls hunting with golden eagles and just like riding the hills and stuff and i thought what a great sort of carry forward and it sounds like it's sort of exactly that same area Mm -hmm. so if you're interested you should look up these these like golden eagle hunting warrior girls in this area but yeah it seems like it's sort of a whole like um, it, it seems, yeah, that this this culture surrounding this mm-hmm. this, this society, invasion. this ancient yeah. society, yeah. definitely influenced the whole uh, culture in that region. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, the Amazons, you know, as Greek and you know, different myths have done, they've influenced all of us. They've, mm-hmm. you know, the idea of the warrior woman, this tribe of warrior women, has certainly mm-hmm. infiltrated our um, our history and our culture as well in the west and we still see that in our our own stories today um sometimes in better ways than others but (laughs) (laughs) there was a lecturer that we um found when we were doing our research and she was uh, giving a university lecture and she was talking about right now we're experiencing an amazon renaissance almost Mm. because all these very strong archer female characters are coming into um like pop culture and and with hunger games and and, uh who else uh they were talking about the lion the witch in the wardrobe oh yeah yep susan yeah susan Mm -hmm. is an archer and what else there were like a whole bunch of others yeah i feel like we're forgetting we're missing a, bunch. a whole bunch of them. I mean, there are a bunch of male archers too. Yes, and, um, and archery is sort of a thing. Yeah, right archery now. is definitely a thing but, right now for sure. But uh, yeah, and she was saying like we're just seeing so many of these sort of strong fighter characters, yeah. female fighter characters. So yeah. yeah, it was really neat. Very cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't have anything more. Do you? No, no, that's all. Okay. We well, I think that's that's about it from us Yay. for Amazons. But obviously, it's a pretty interesting topic so if you want to learn more um as always we'll be posting links to all of the resources we've used uh, for this episode and once again feel free to uh, email us with anything we've missed or corrections or questions or whatever pronunciation pronunciation (laughs) issues yeah Yeah. just you know be nice but we're open to criticism constructive criticism constructive criticism that's right uh all right so that's it for us for yesterday ladies so i'm dana and i'm heather and thanks for listening yeah thanks for listening 